You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Tonight I am joined by John, who is feeling similar to myself. Yep, how are you, John? Silly question. Well, I can't. I can't say I'm dandy anyway. That's usually yeah. my start this season. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that's just kind of good news and bad news. Good news is we've got a turning. I should say guest, but he's been an ex-host. He's been with the podcast for a long time. That's a great good news that he's back. The bad news is it's Celtic fan, Chris. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Glory hunting times. <laughs> I've managed a uh, podcast all season. Suddenly, Celtic uh, won a trophy, and here I am. Oh well, uh, uh, if, if, if anything kind of goes by Chris Sutton, you'll maybe be on three times this season. Aye, he's already got his one in the treble, hasn't he? Aye, I suppose though. To be fair, uh, quite often commentators comment if Celtic are in the past when Rangers were there, if they won the first trophy, that probably there was a treble on. But it might be slightly hard to disagree, much as I would like to. Uh, but you haven't won the cup, the Scottish Cup, which we'll come on to later on, because obviously the draw was today. Uh, so, I will start with, I was going to say we'll start with bad news. For some of us, it's going to be bad news for a good bit of the podcast. Uh, for yourself, because that's what will be getting good news. So, charity bet, uh, I should say, first of all, thanks to uh, McBookie, because John and myself... Well, I'll say we picked Nicky Clark and Fairman as first goal scorer. Um, they weren't actually doing that market for punters, but because oh. they are good guys, and we always lose these days, they went high. <laughs> they gave us three hundred to one, I think. No, it was only three to one. Three to one they gave us on Nicky Clark, which was probably quite decent odds. Um, however, own goal beat us, and then the second the second goal was scored by someone else. I know the own goal doesn't count, but yeah. We didn't get a win there. Yeah, thanks, uh, McBookie. Yes, thanks, McBookie. But uh, as I say, they could probably get us any odds just now, it wouldn't matter. Uh, we, we are thinking at one point that our other bet was looking good. Um, it went from a treble to a double because the East Fife game was postponed. Ross County with a goal up. Hearts, Hearts were looking good. And then Ross County. Can we say Ross County hipped it? Yeah. I, I was going to say Ross County were uh, so I Ross County were yep. robbed Schalke scored robbed. a perfectly good second goal he's moving Lines person flagged it off, <laughs> offside incorrectly you're not going to tell me there was a bad official decision again you know oh that's what you even mentioned Andrew Dallas oh I, that's, <laughs> our, that's, our, that's our that's our best pal in Texas one of our best pals oh yeah we all love Andrew Dallas don't we yeah. I've been coming <laughs> since watching him in the juniors we tell it uh, oh He's not getting yes. in there. I, in terms of uh, talking about kind of Andrew Dallas as well, go back to Chris again, he was kind of uh, complimentary about his dad as well yesterday. He heard a few times <laughs> talk, in terms of talking about him being sent off in the cup final and Hugh Dallas again making a wrong decision. So it's one of those <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that. I'm not entirely convinced of that one. <laughs> I thought um, Chris may well have deserved his red card. It didn't matter in the end because <laughs> well, he's not the... It's one of them, I think, maybe in the Dallas household of having dinner, one of them says pass the salt and they pass the pepper. 
you know that way they, they just had to keep up <laughs> making any decision. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just I've got food in the brain. I've done a bit, a bit, a good bit of uh, eating over the weekend. Um, so I maybe that's why I got food in the brain. Or just that's what I'm like now. But yeah, we weren't successful with the charity. But Chris is back, so that won't change anything. Change anything, aye. <laughs> it's Greg or something we need to go in the podcast for you what I win. Greg, yeah, aye. With a with a sevenfold. <laughs> Probably. So, um I, I know we can say it every week in terms of in, well maybe not injury, but contact is at SFF podcast. It can be a lonely place sometimes. Sometimes you feel like we're talking to ourselves. Sometimes I'm talking to myself because I've got my own account and I've got the podcast account and sometimes I'm tweeting from the wrong one. So <laughs> Uh, quite often we are actually talking to ourselves but yeah please feel free to tweet us see if you've got suggestions for charity bets or anything uh, before the podcast is on I want to write, let us know because we are piss at it just now like chronic <laughs> give us any feedback even tell us that we're, we're pissed in general just anything <laughs> just, just tell us uh, yeah. what, what is know, the, on, the that, on that on that note sorry to interrupt um, but uh, I'm looking for a challenge so if anyone's got an idea for my next blog because I really don't want to write about the cup final um Send your suggestions to at SFF Podcast or to myself at jibleasdale 81 uh, A suggestion for a blog? Yeah. Write about the, the Scottish Cup because this has been a big team centre. That's true. So there's your, there's your opportunity to get back to Hamden as quickly as possible from an Aberdeen perspective. Exactly, yes. Oh, Ryan oh. Jack has commented on that about that's what we need to do. And I think as soon as... I uh, said it as well. Yeah, as soon as the game is finished, I said that was my... Th- well, actually, as soon as it was probably about 2-0, uh, that was my thinking. Uh, there's no reason why we, we can't. So, but, yeah, I suppose we may as well move on to ya- yesterday. Uh, we'll do things a bit backwards. We're going to talk about that. Unless you want to talk about Europe, first of all, Chris, briefly, with do Celtic. Want, do you want to get out of the way? Get out of the way, aye. Obviously, the, the Celtic were the, the last of the... The Scottish teams in Europe and has uh, come to an end with a game to spare after they lost to Barcelona. To be honest, as soon as that draw was made for the Champions League, I, I mean, I'll go back a bit further. It was an achievement to make the Champions League group stages on its own. Well, I mean, that was that was well beyond what I was expecting this season. I yeah. thought maybe change a manager, he wouldn't have time to put a stamp on the team. We'd maybe struggle to get through the, the qualifiers again, like we have the last couple of seasons under Ronnie Dyler. But credit to him, by the time we so it was a really bad start in Gibraltar, but um, by the time we hit the Hapwell Beersheva game, it was a, a very thrilling 5-2 win at home, which we just about managed to hang on to anyway. Um, so yeah, but, but then the, the, the came along, we got a, a horrible draw, to be honest, and I think of the eight groups, ours is probably the one that was the most difficult, we had two of the, the biggest spending teams in Europe, in Barcelona and Manchester City, uh, we had a very good German side and Borussia Mönchengladbach and, and it was just us there making up the numbers Yeah I think one thing though from the campaign and most people will agree so far is that there's something to build on there That's that, yeah. Rogers, Rogers already commented that he wants players in, in January um, to bed in which makes sense because as you mentioned uh, in the summer it was maybe looking a like, bit like previous season whereby Celtic weren't going to spend unless they get in the Champions League which yeah. again could have happened well, it, it, it paid off this type. To a certain extent, it happened. I think we 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 didn't try and bring in our projects what we have previously. We brought in what uh, Cola Touré at the back to uh, to show that up because uh, 
Simonovic was still injured and Itchenko's still kind of bedding in and, and so there's, there's been a bit of chop and change at the back and, and Toure came in and kind of solidified the back which was 100% solidified but it seems to have got better since he dropped out of the team but um, it, was, it was certainly a good move there we brought in Scott Sinclair paid a good amount of money for him That's he's been an excellent acquisition unfortunate for him to do it on Sunday there having got injured the, the Barcelona game um, possibly not as good in Europe though Maybe not, but that's probably the worst it is. He had a really good first half against Barcelona. I thought he was causing them all sorts of trouble. And then, uh, I I don't think it was the tackle by Jordi Albert that caused it. He obviously went off for the hamstring. So that was a bit of a blow in the the end of the first half. But um, yeah, like you say, it's, it's... even this campaign itself has been an element of we've been building on things. We've, we've learned a lot. Uh, we've gone from watching in the, the camp now to three each draw with Man City was a really good result and arguably we maybe should have won that game given the particular lead three times uh, I think the biggest disappointment was probably the 2-0 defeat to, to making glad back at home which we did turn around and get a, a one each draw over there and again maybe it could have been more if the, the Carl McGregor chance had gone in but um, the Scott Sinclair effort in the first half off the post if that had gone in it could have been a different story but yeah. I think we've certainly we've still got the defensive frailties in Europe uh, there's a, there's maybe a few sort of positions in the midfield we'd like to strengthen a bit, but I mean it's it's all positions we kind of knew we needed to strengthen anyway. I think they've been they wouldn't be that with any luck. Brendan Rodgers will get his men in there and we'll be ready for the campaign next season. So maybe we'll not only just get to the group stages next, but we'll also get to be a bit more competitive. The, the, the last sixteen. That's yeah, assume I. Don't crack the funnies here. Um, I think he'll um, over time he'll build um, you know the squad that he wants to compete at that level. I mean, this, for that as you mentioned for this season, priority was just to get there. Um, having missed out two seasons in a row and get your extra um, revenue in. Um, so you know, and to be honest, I looked at your draw and I thought you'll do well to get one point um, out of that group because I just yeah. thought the other th- <laughs> the other three teams had so much more quality. But, um, yeah, I, I, I thought exactly he's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was, even that, especially after the first game when we, when we lost 7-0, it was a case of we look at scoring this group, never mind get a point. <laughs> but but the, the very next game, we went out there and got a point. Uh, we, we, we gave a good account of ourselves. We've obviously got an away point as well. Uh, there's still one game to go, but it's about a dead rubber, so anything could happen. Yeah, it's funny that like, I think two points would still be our worst uh, ever Champions League campaign because I think we've we've always won at least one game in the group in previous. Oh, your home record has been fantastic over the years. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Some of the teams you played, like it's, that's the thing. It's a difficult to come though. Obviously, Rogers is going to now earn the right to get certain players in, but it's a difficulty remain about the contract situation. I know Celtic have had a rolling contracts for a while. What you mean for the manager? Yeah, my thinking you, I can understand why Celtic do it. It probably works well from their point of view as well, because if a manager doesn't do well, then there's not much to pay off. However, if you're wanting to attract players, maybe for to come for a two, maybe a three-year contract, but your manager's only there till, you only you know the manager's only there for a the year, does that then maybe dissuade players from coming? Partly. It could do, but I, I, I think Brendan Rodgers is here for a while. I'd honestly, I, I think he's he's in a job that he, he really respects. He's 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 always admitting he's a man even when he was growing up. He's had the big job in England. It's not as if that I don't see anybody else coming along down there that he's going to attract him to to go back down there. Yeah. Uh, I think he would, he's probably disappointed that he never won the Premiership at Liverpool, but he came pretty close. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he did, definitely. Uh, I suppose, because even what Patrick Martin O'Neill, they've been doing this year contract, haven't they? He, was he the first? Uh, I, think, I think Martin O'Neill was the first to get their own contract, yeah. So it's not as if it's a new thing, but I just think some... Back then, it was maybe a different Celtic, a bit more financial clout to buy players. But anyway, as now, obviously, Rodgers done well to get... Well, done fantastic well to get Dembele for what he did. That's the steal of the season. Uh, but then, to get a wee bit of back and we're getting Sinclair in, was, was big but maybe you're only looking at signing maybe one two players each each window possibly and if we're signing quality then that's fair enough because I think the one of the arguments I've seen put forward for what we do in January is Brendan Rodgers has admitted there's a few of those players he'd like to see moved on that clears yes. off the wages which is probably the important thing so if you can clear Aye. off five and six players on reasonable amounts then you can maybe bring in one or two on slightly more than that again and you, you're, you're balancing out what you already had but Aye, you're getting in quality that you want to put in the team rather than four or five players that are just going to be possibly sitting on the bench or won't even make that or be sitting in the stand. Aye, well, Chris Commons, he must be enough. I would think he'd bring yeah. quite a hefty wage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris Commons will be his contract's up at the end of the season, somewhere along the line. Um, Don't say it's his imagination. He may go down south. He might. I'm, I'm, I did hear a rumour he might go to Hibs at some point, but I think that was back in the summer and nothing ever came of that. But I think that's the new winning factor. So I don't know. But I think Commons I think will be one. I think Boyata might be another. Um, Beaton maybe has been linked with the uh, Wolves recently. Beaton possibly. I think that's probably one position we could do with strength in actually because we've tried to play Armstrong in that position and he does all right, but he kind of. I don't think he's quite good at for Europe, and I don't think that's the strongest position anyway. He tends to be. Like, he, he's probably more useful in. Well, than he has I think Henderson could step. I think Henderson could step up. Or <sighs> I don't know. Too much about a ball player. Hend- Henderson's he's been all right in the couple of chances he's had at Celtic, but he's never really kind of. He never seems to have enough to break into the team with consistency. Um, so I'm 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 almost expecting Henderson. Uh, I suppose we should move on to the the game yesterday. Now that we covered Europe, uh, John. Give it from an Aberdeen point of view. Yeah, well, I, I was at the game. Um, I was I was nervous enough beforehand, but um, when I saw the team selection, you know, bringing back Ash Taylor out the out the cold, I, you know, I, I really was starting to worry, and I didn't like the, the shape that we had having Madison the left, because Madison's always going to drift in. And that left constantly exposed against Lustig and uh, Roberts, um, but the yep. you know would you, you know what Celtic's got? I mean, Celtic have got the players. Um, you know they're going to circulate the ball. They're going to keep you know try and wear you down and get the ball out wide and have the wingers coming in in their strongest foot. But we didn't do enough to stop them. And mid midfields we were really weak. Um, you know neither Jack or McLean. Or Shenny, for that matter, turned up. Um, I, although, I th- so on you go, John. I, I don't. I, I genuinely think. I know it's hard. It's hard to say after the game yesterday because prior to that we've been doing all right since Jack came back. I don't think you can have a midf- midfield with Jack and McLean both in it together because they're, they're too they're too slow, and you can't have those two slow players. It just slows everything down. No one with any energy in that midfield is Shenny. Mm-hmm. Um, so that thing, I think, something that needs to be looked at. We still, we still lack, and I'm maybe going to, yeah, I'm going to switch. We need a bastard in midfield. We, <laughs> yeah, still, we, still, we still need that. We still need Absolutely. that, right? 
I'm pretty sure you'll, most Aberdeen fans you'll talk to will say, we do not like Scott Brown, do not like Scott Brown. Usually when you don't like a player, it's a, almost a sign of saying, I wouldn't mind you in my team. You've stolen my script, John, because I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, Aberdeen fans may um, say Brown, he gets away with this, gets away with that. At the end of the day, you take him in your team. Any day of the week, I mean, we need someone like that in our midfield. And I can't actually remember the last time we had someone like that in our midfield. Marcus Heikens, maybe one that springs to mind. Robson, you know, he maybe. was dirty. Yeah, Barry Robson, yeah. But not, I don't Robson. think Robson was that type of player until he came to Aberdeen. He was more a... For Celtic, he certainly wasn't maybe as a, a hard man. <laughs> think so? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rob, Robson almost famously won one of the... Was it 07 08 season? The first thing he did against Rangers was go and put somebody up there. And like the first 10 <laughs> seconds of the game. And uh, it kind of set the tone for that a, game. And it, I wouldn't it call it him a hard man, though. I wouldn't, well, no, I wouldn't say. He's not in the same mould as Scott Brown, but he certainly, he, he can put himself about when he wanted. Uh, I wouldn't even say Scott Brown's necessarily a hard man as such. I think he's, he obviously, I, I've said before, you've disagreed with me, Chris, with this, is that as a captain, I think he does get away with a wee bit more at times. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. He, he can talk to a referee and say, like, uh, he's got a better relationship. A, re- a captain's always got a better relationship with a referee. Because they they're both the ones to get to speak to the referee. And to be and, honest, I, I, would agree, I, would agree, I would agree with you now because even the last sort of two games, the the Barcelona game and and even the cup final there, I thought Scott Brown got a he, he probably kind of he got very close to getting yellow carded quite a few times, shall we say? Yeah, but four or five um, tackles and um, taking the ball away before they get booked, maybe even more than that, but. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, that's not the reason why Aberdeen didn't turn up in the day. Definitely, um, definitely not. What do you think, Jordan, on that point about Jack and McLean? Can they bo- do you think they can both play in the same team together? I'm uh, not uh, sure. Against the bigger teams? I th- um, no, not in, the, not in the basis of yesterday. Um, I think they're both good players that bring something to the team. Um, but not as a, I don't think it's a partnership for when we're playing Celtic. We need someone... You know, when even Hearts and, and Rangers, we need some. We need someone in there with a bit more dig. It's just going to, um, you know, break up the play. You no, know, not take any crap. Just get stuck in, um, and because that that sets confidence about your team. You look at the Celtic team; they must get so much confidence from Brown. Yeah, and they play better. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and the first goal yesterday. I mean, <laughs> Kenny McLean did not go into that. Um, full blooded. He's oh. been going. He's been really yep. going to try and win that. But he was trying. I think he was afraid of what Semyonovich might do to him. But you can't tackle that as a football. You've just got to. You either commit yourself. You just got to commit yourself to it and see what happens. Because if you try and pull out, you're going to end up getting hurt. Yes. Do, do you know what I noticed as well? Actually, when you make that point about kind of the foul, there was a. I only managed to see a second half due to. Yeah, I couldn't see the first half for, for reasons anyway. But second half, there was a start I seen pretty early on. Now, Celtic had had 10 fouls and Aberdeen had, had two fouls. Possibly we were a bit too nice as a team. Yeah. And that's yeah, all over the park. Right. I, I, I might pick up on this one because one of the comments I made even was during the game was well, Aberdeen seemed to get every 50-50 decision and every very soft foul. And, but yet we seem to get the opposite, I mean, the only things we got were the blatant things, and in fact, there was one point in the commentary, or in the first half, that Michael Stewart actually made the same point, that there was some sort of, um, sort of it looked like a, a sort of 50-50 challenge, but I thought that the sale had been, sort of, he'd probably been filled 
in a sort of a soft manner, shall we say? Right. Uh, and the ref just waved play on, and like Michael Stewart was saying, oh, it wasn't a blatant free kick, so that, that's why Celtic didn't get it, and it was almost as well. <laughs> does, every, does every free kick have to be blatant? Surely, if it's, if it's a foul, it should be a free kick. I can't yeah. comment on the first half because I've never seen it, so John, you would have to give the point of view whether you think there was anything, but in terms of our side, I don't know. I, I, I've no, because I, I, I was going to look back and watch the first half, but see once I watched the second half, and I mean, what's the point? I'm just yeah. going to get depressed. I didn't really notice anything with the referee, to be honest. I think I was just more concerned about how the game was going from my point of view and um, getting frustrated because it just wasn't a good performance at all um, all through the 90 minutes. I mean, I know Gordon, who knows what might have happened had Constance Heather been either side of Craig Gordon. Um, but it, it does go almost, it's in a comfortable height for to just push it away. It was a good save, mind you. But other than that, we didn't create anything really at all um, and too many of our big players weren't on it I mean Madison Madison was okay at times but he doesn't know how to track back but that's oh, not his yeah. game yep. um, I think but that's, that's something right. that he needs to learn I bet as long as he doesn't learn it before and we keep him still but, but would you, Chris from your point of view though looking at Aberdeen obviously you've the last couple of seasons we've done well and know that looked like progress being made obviously Rogers come in and change Celtic but would you say as well, though, Aberdeen are probably too nice a team? I know you're saying it was the on-field here in the first um, half, but do you not think we're a bit... Who, who, I don't even think that, that was a problem. Yes, I think like, for, oh, for Aberdeen to win that cup, they, they really had to be at the top of their game. And I mean, they, well, you're right, there was too many players weren't at the top of their game. I think the, the, the point you're making about Jack and uh, McLean being quite slow is probably the biggest problem. Because if you're going to sit as deep as you do, you want fast players that can break out and try and do the what because if you sit back, Celtic are going to come on top of you. So Aye, if you, you if you want to break in behind them, you need the fast players, and there just wasn't that really anybody week. in that team that was going to do yeah. that. What did we say last week, John? About we can't show Celtic too much respect, yeah, and we can't set off them, which we do every, every time we play them. I know we've had results last season against them, but it's criminal. Any t- you just cannot sit off. I know you can say you need to give Celtic maybe a bit of space and not get caught in behind. But you also cannot drop so deep. You just invite pressure because Celtic will just throw men forward. Exactly. I mean, I, I think it, a lot of it comes down to belief. You know, last season when we were playing Celtic in the two home games, you know, we knew we had the crowd on top of it and we knew that Celtic weren't brilliant under Roy Dyla and they could be got, got at and we proved that with the two victories. I don't know if this season because the Brendan Rodgers effect and there's no question um, that you're seeing the difference. Um, the domestic record speaks for itself, and the progress in Europe has, um, you know, been pretty decent. But, and I think because of that, we've always went back to, oh, look at them; they're, um, you know, they're so formidable. We're just going to have to try and keep the score down. But actually, all we're doing is inviting them on and on and on. And, you know, it was it was three 0 It's quite a flattering three 0 from our perspective because I think it Celtic up the gears a little bit. They could have even won by more. Because and it, and Chris is right. Aberdeen for Aberdeen to win the cup yesterday, we had to bring a game and we did. Oh, definitely, aye. Yeah, the other thing as well. Um, see, when you look at the Rangers game at Petodre, Aberdeen sat back and very fortunate to get that win. I mean, we were dire that day. It mm-hmm. was almost like again yesterday we thought, let's try those tactics. But even as well, not to. I know Niall McGinn at times is not great against Celtic, but Niall McGinn's a match winner. Exactly. Uh, McGinn also has I, pace. I think that was probably I, the big flaw in the, in the team. Like, if McGinn had been on there as well as Johnny Hayes, 
You would have had two players that could have on the on, on the break pretty quickly. Exactly. As it was, Hayes was the only one that could do it. Aye, something else to think about because Hayes was, I mean, Hayes has been criticised. Hayes was the only one that had, could have a goal, but he was having to do the job of almost two wingers because yeah. Madison was coming inside so much. So Madison was, uh, Hayes was having to switch from left to right, mm-hmm. vice versa, and I mean, they looked knackered when they came off as well, mm-hmm. but you, you don't have your match when I was on the bench. That's the thing we spoke about last week as well. We actually, it was Madison. We're all saying, is Madison going to start? Madison going to start? And then mm-hmm. to play him, why do I think actually Madison does have a bit of pace, but he moves it, he walks when he's got the ball. He, mm-hmm. He's got a wee burst of pace when he gets the ball. Yeah. I, th- I think the, big, the got... big problem was Derek McInnes tried to play sort of both tactics in the one game this time because at Celtic Park, it was, it was far too attacking and get done for it. Um, at Pataudry, it was it was far more solid at the back. I thought. I mean, it was a bit of brilliance. It, it got the, the only goal. Oh, in that oh game. yeah, definitely. But other than that, I thought Aberdeen were, were solid. The goalkeeper had a good game, uh, yep. and the, the idea behind that was definitely Aberdeen were going to try that in the last half hour, and that's certainly when they had all their chances. That's why Madison came off the bench. That's why Rooney came off the bench. But yesterday, it was a case of. Rooney started, Madison started, and there was no pace in the middle because he left McGinn in the, in the bench. So he, he, he's obviously he's, he's tried to say, OK, we'll try and play this sword, but we want to have our, our match winners on the park as well, for the most part. And it never really gelled together properly. Yeah, and I, I think it didn't help as well. I mean, moving Shinny from left-back, where he's played for the last couple of games, into midfield. Moving Constant from centre-back, where he's played, played for the last couple of games, back to left-back. A corner switch from right centre back to left centre back. Ash Taylor came back in. It was almost like it was just a wee bit unsettling. I mean, a corner had his worst game for Aberdeen yet, culminating the penalty. And I'm not blaming Ash Taylor for the defeat yesterday. The 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 reason we lost was our tactics. You know, the the it just wasn't good enough. But I'll credit Celtic. Um, they did what they had to do. They weren't. They didn't have to play great, but you know, the this. They won the game pretty early, and no, well done. You deserved your victory. I thought, oh, definitely. Ultimately, the, the the all three goals could be boiled into the fact that Celtic reacted to something quicker than Aberdeen. Yes. Did. So, yes. in the case of uh, the first goal, it was uh, Shimanovic reacting quicker than McLean and getting that ball out to Rodjick. Mm-hmm. Rod, it's a fantastic finish for Rodjick. Discredit the, 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 the finish there and discredit the Forrest and his finish as well. But that was the same. Forrest was was able to bear down and go with it, Aberdeen reacting properly. Yep. To the point yeah, of getting back in off. to take that shot. Yeah. It's the usual backing off. And, How many times have you said that, Chris? In yeah. The last couple of seasons, off, but yeah, Aberdeen backing that. off, backing off, and yeah. it invites the tackle. Yeah. And he, um, he, the, other even, thing, the, the third goal was the same again. It was a case that like, O'Connor just didn't react quick enough to, to Forrest's run. And you could almost see it coming. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was We've thinking before. before Forrest had got an end up. <laughs> the, thing, the thing as well, you mentioned John there all about Shinny going back to midfield. I don't actually think that's a bad thing against Celtic because he at least gives energy in there. Not, not just energy, but he's the only one that can probably compete in terms of for the match. Make yeah, a tackle. See if we were playing them further forward as Jack, well. Jack, but see if you play Jack, Ma- Jack, McLean and Madison in mm-hmm. a midfield. That, I think that would have been a worse situation. That's why we've said for so long we need two Graham Shinnies. Mm-hmm. Someone that could, because you know that he can give such a good performance at left back and centre midfield. Um, but I, there's argument even to say that the person that could potentially play in midfield is the hard man is O'Connor. That possibly, but he's been so good at the back prior to yesterday. But maybe in the bigger games, would it be an option to put O'Connor in there? 
I, I think if we got another centre back, um, which we don't really need just now, maybe because I don't know if um, Taylor um, and either Constantine or Reynolds would would work because Reynolds' confidence has just went since he had that injury last season. He's just not the same player. Um, I don't I don't know, but I think we need to get a proper home midfield player in there. Um, we've been crying it for for a while. I mean, we tried to get Tanzi last January window, yeah, um, and we still haven't saw, solved that. Um, Position, I think it's it's actually quite. I mean, I know we're doing well sitting um, just off second place just now with a game in hand. Um, but if we're going to stay ahead of Rangers and Hearts this season, we need someone in there for their games. Yeah, but aye, it's just it's frustrating, I think, as well. Because much as it's two now down, you think, yeah, the game probably is gone. But four, I would say, up until Celtic got the third, Aberdeen, I would say, had the better start of the second half. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. But, but again, like the semi-final against Morton, set-piece after set-piece and just nothing came of it. And it wasn't necessarily bad deliveries in the box. Mm-hmm. They were not bad, but we just... I, I we, thought it was we, the we best we've defended for a while. What's that? I thought it was the best we've defended set-pieces for a while. Because that's usually oh, yeah, yeah. Sort of, I can't yeah. really feel. But I thought we've defended pretty well, last think. Uh, credit maybe to Semenovic, who looked like he was on his way out in the summer and is now looking like... But that is rapidly like, looking like the biggest piece of luck we've had this season. Is it he that that transfer that was almost done just fell through at the last end, and he's come in. Like, he's been a, he's been a decent player. I don't. I, I still don't know how how fit he is because certainly that's yeah. the first time he's played two games at all yeah. for us. So yeah, I, I think that's, effects, that, you just, can see a, you can see that's a defender that's highly rated. I mean, you paid what nearly five million pound last year. He's just been unlucky to see injuries. I'm sure it was three and a half million we played for him, and I think we're going half. to pretty much get That's that back. Had, he, had his transfer went through, uh, mm-hmm. thanks Fiatchenko as well. He's a good centre back. Mm-hmm. I like Fiatchenko. I think he's he's been he's not been captain at times your time this season. Uh, he, he acts like it, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if he has actually had the armband or not. Uh, he certainly I acts think like it sometimes. A, think, but yeah, Celtic again another clean sheet domestically. Much as he the, the fitness isn't maybe up to scratch yet in Europe but domestically they're doing well and Rogers to his credit has recognised that De Vrij signing maybe hasn't worked out and put Gordon back in yeah I mean De Vrij was in, better yeah De Vrij was in goal the last time we conceded one <laughs> was that the the they don't boy Killer Bally yes Killer Bally that was, a, that was an absolute cracker but I think De Vrij is obviously getting injured back now at the net or something like that and that was the last goal that was conceded yeah. I'd love to know exactly how long it's been since Craig Gordon conceded domestically because obviously I'll have a bit of time before that as well but I'll exactly uh, see that's something you if I'd told if I'd said to you sending me a message before you'd have had that information oh, I've I mean. thought about it two or three times today and never looked up I picked you up earlier I picked you up earlier to John I was saying see Chris he's not been on for a while but see stats wise he, he just comes off with stats he just knows them <laughs> just knows them I'm going to practice that's what it is we'll probably... edit that bit out yeah, <laughs> you'll probably go back to the opening game of the season for Craig Gordon's um, last goal. I can see domestically, I think. Thanks, so, eh? As far I back as so. I'm not sure. Because after it was no long after then uh, De Vries came in, because he came in yeah. for the games against us in, um, in Rangers in the league. Yeah. And then obviously Kilmarnock. Yeah, see does. Uh, there, there seemed to be oh. two matches, though, on yesterday. I, I want to say, not just the Aberdeen Celtic, on the pitch, but uh, who do you think won Michael Stewart against Chris Sutton? I thought it was an entertaining game. <laughs> uh, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Yeah. Do, do you think they don't like each other, or do you think it's just 
I don't no, know. I, I get the impression they two get on quite well. And like, they, so. they appreciate that each of them have got a different opinion. It's uh, Cregan. I don't think either of them care, care for Cregan, to be honest. I don't, does anyone? Does anyone? No, probably not. I'm not sure Stephen Maybe Craig. Maybe Stephen Craig. Maybe Craig. <laughs> if Craig, former podcast member, lover of our broth. You need to listen to the podcast for a few years to, to know what that all means, but... Uh, Aye, I, I I'm not a fan of Craig and myself here. Um, so, yes. I suppose we should move on. Uh, the two matches we're going to probably talk about in the Premiership. Well, we are going to talk about in the Premiership. The Hearts game, which we had in the charity bet, and the Rangers game, which leads us nicely into Wednesday. And Hearts, yep, charity bet, comfortable winners. Um, the striker, Johnson, looking like he might be the answer for the goals. Which he's yeah. done pretty well since he's been playing up for him by himself. Mm-hmm. And Walker. Also, lucky not to get a, a third goal. Um, Walker. He looked like he, he had one ruled out for offside, which I'm not entirely convinced by. But Walker. Aye. Walker on the score sheet again as well. Who, a player that I know we all admire. Mm-hmm. We spoke about him a, a lot over the last few years. Just if he stays injury free, that's a big thing. Right. Which, yeah, which the defender's face. name? Virar, or whatever his name is. Oh, the left back. Viras, aye. He, he, I he managed know. to clear three off the line in that game. <laughs> aye. It was uh, a weird guard, never mind Viras. Uh, uh, we, <laughs> we might have a podcast out there. Oh, dearie. Uh, Viras or right guard. Rear guard, even. Right guard. <laughs> you, <you're... laughs> right. Where's this going? <laughs> right guard. Right we'll just get a link back to football. <laughs> the, 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 the daft thing is for all he, for all uh, he asked three off the line it was shooters off the line uh, when I think it was Ainsworth lobbed the keeper that was probably the most impressive looking one because he had to run back and get it just before it crossed the line so I, I, I for, for all hearts were probably deserved to win that game 3-0 it was a case of like, there was a lot off the line because Motherwell could quite easily get a few of themselves yeah he's someone that can uh, is considered as quite a good and decent signing there's some other weird ass if that's how you pronounce it that's Laurie if you tweet Laurie us and let us know because uh, we don't we don't listen to Hearts games on Hearts TV I'm afraid um, and let us have a Hearts have a game I can't get a ticket if you can maybe send us the <laughs> the, the, the details are but um, yeah Hearts clean sheet uh, comfortable win ideal ahead of our game tomorrow night however I suppose we was <laughs> Uh, however, we'll touch on the fact that obviously Robbie Nielsen supposedly is going to be having uh, talks with MK Dons after the game on Wednesday. How far away has that gone? I don't think that's a great move. No, near there. If, I mean... he, if he was to go there. I think, I think he's a decent manager, actually. I'm not a big fan of him, but I think he's a bit... Uh, he's making progress with Hearts, but I think but he's, I think it's he'll... a case of progress. I don't think he's an amazing manager that's, that's going to get headhunted, so I'm surprised by that one that came in. I mean, I don't know how far along it's got. Is, is it a case that MK Dons want to talk to him, or Robbie Nielsen's hearts are letting them talk to him, or Robbie Nielsen uh, wants to talk to him? He's going to be having talks. Right. He's going to be having yeah. talks. What, yeah, that's, that's the media, which, which is, I don't know, I suppose it could, I mean, I don't know, I think Hearts in a pretty good place just now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've mentioned the fact, a bit of a fear from an Aberdeen fan point of view, that Hearts will overtake us because of the stadium and good crowds and the youth set up we're a wee bit behind with some of those things much as we're ahead on the football field yeah see I think that's what Robbie Nielsen needs to 
to take into account before he even considers the MK Don's job because um, he only needs to look ac- um, across the city at what Alan Stubbs did. You know, he jumped far too soon going down to Rotherham and ended yeah. up without a job um, four months later. You know, the English, um, I know it's a different league, it's League One, but MK Don's a club that are, are looking to get into the championship. If he goes down there and doesn't deliver, he'll be... Um, no, this time next year he'll be looking for another job if he's not oh, careful. So I think, aye. you know, he should build up his stock first. Um, although I doubt, although I'm thinking from an Aberdeen point of view, no, go on, Robbie, take the job. Uh, there is the other, there is the other thought, and we have mentioned this before in the podcast. How much, as much say does Craig Levine have over team matters? Yeah. Aye, how much of a director of football has he, and how much of a manager has he? Yeah, I'd never know that. I mean, that's because it's a very continental setup. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's rare that it actually works properly in Scotland or England. Actually, yeah. it seems to be working well for them, though. I mean, they've, they've obviously they can't have the the championship that season they were in it. Um, they came up and finished third the following season and this time. And even I mean, even recently, uh, Robin Nielsen's been talking about building for the future and possibly challenging for the title. So. Yeah, he's, he's, he's certainly talking what he's got long-term goals, so I think that, again, that makes it surprise that he's, he's even considering the MK Don's job. Yeah, money talks, unfortunately, um, but I just hope he sees something bigger at hearts to, you know, maybe lure himself to an even bigger job than the MK Don's. Aye, absolutely. Um, but yeah, obviously a big game on Wednesday. The other side of things, Rangers, uh, Partick Thistle, another light goal, well, from Rangers. Does that it's maybe not, we can't be like maybe call it luck, it can maybe be a case of maybe Rangers fitness. Fitness quite often leads to light goals or. Yeah, possibly. I've mean, what... seen a few parties, I've fans wondering where all the four minutes had come from, but I don't know, I've never seen the game tell. Um, to be honest, Rangers probably should have had a penalty in that game. Possibly two, mm-hmm. uh, it depends what highlights you were watching. Uh, I think they'd won, they'd, they'd won the first half. Oh, it was either a really good tackle or it was just to take the man out and it was a penalty. But the, was it, um, uh, was it Halliday? Forrester, sorry. Forrester was the one that was doing a goal and that, they just get kind of bundled to the ground and nothing was, or a corner was given somehow. But, uh, ah, it was, uh, like, the, 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 the equaliser about do 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 his equaliser was a, a cracking volley. Um, I, I th- yeah. like the the winner as well. It was a good finish, but mm-hmm. maybe there was a foul in the build up. I thought Kenny Miller threw his defender at the So I think Partick will be kicking themselves because they haven't been Rangers in twenty twenty three years. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Yeah, um, and you know to be one up and then they were close to going to up. I mean they'll be kicking themselves. That uh, you know they didn't see that game out, and they might not get a better chance to beat Rangers at home than that one. But I think it's, that's what it is. I mean, if, uh, there was some interesting that uh, weird stat that when they were one up, they were going fifth in the table, and now they're bottom. <laughs> that's just nuts, isn't it? Ah, it's mental. It just but sums they... up the SPL in the bottom. Sorry, the Scottish Premiership in the bottom half just now. Aye, it, it could end up even as well with other teams about. Could get dragged a bit closer together. Yeah. Because the way it, the way the way it is looking is that unfortunately, um, Celtic are just going to run away with it. It's it's looking like the table. It's going to be a bit of a shame when it hits game thirty three and somebody in sixth place gets to avoid relegation 
because they might, they might still be that close down. That just because Aye. you happen to be sixth place at game thirty three, you get to avoid having to play anybody in the bottom. And you mm. can you conceivably finish your last points, and the team that finishes bottom, I don't see it happening. But um, certainly, I, it's at the moment if you're sixth, you're from fifteen points, and if you're seventh, you're on fifteen points. That's yeah. Like say, so, two points ahead of 43rd in 12th. So. Um, I'd say Rangers certainly needed that win though on Saturday ahead of the, the fixtures they've got coming up. So obviously they've got Hearts on Wednesday, they've then got Aberdeen who will be looking at bounce back from yesterday. They've got Hearts again yeah. at Ibrox. They've got St. Johnson in December. Obviously Celtic, Hogmanay, so... Yeah, certainly it's, it's, it's looking like um, specifically Rangers but even, even Aberdeen and Hearts as well. They're, they're, they've all got kind of big games coming up just, just yep. shot whether they could take points off or yeah. the, the teams we've, around we've them get, yeah we've got eight games this, this month in the league um, two of the yes. way from cup games and we've got Rangers away and Hearts uh, Rangers away to start the month and Hearts away to end the month Aye, I just many. I just think back to last December when things were going well and then we had what party this on Inverness yeah. home, I think we drew the two games yeah blew a chance at yeah. the top Aye, which was a bit of a sin we've got three games back to back at home uh, I noticed that I got a kind of email from Aberdeen in terms of conversation with just our tickets for some of those games because it's going to be a an expensive month, obviously for families with Christmas coming up, and mm-hmm. so credit to Aberdeen for trying to get kind of fans in the door with, with kind of cheaper ticket offers. But yeah, but, aye, December will be a big month for all teams, but mm-hmm. um, aye, see what happens. No, certainly Wait. December is absolutely nuts for us as well because I think this is the one midweek coming up that we're off before the winter break. Now. Just yeah, you've so got many nine games, games I think. Yeah, I think so. And it's all Premiership games. The, the, the good thing for us is, other than Rangers, it's all teams that are kind of bottom six. Well, I, well, Motherwell are sixth, and that's our next game. I think that's technically our hardest <laughs> that, game until Rangers. That's a gimme. That's a gimme, Mark McGee. That's a gimme. Does Mark McGee not do well against us? No. I, I well, they did win last season, to be fair. Aye, exactly. I was about to say that as well, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you the same with um, that particular game, which we won't mention. Um, but I think what we should. <laughs> what game was that? No, I don't know. I was going to mention the Scottish Cup draw, but I think we probably shouldn't because we're running a bit on for time tonight. Was there, was there so anything worth noting other than the fact Rangers are at home again? No much. No. <laughs> Microwave ball. Nah. There's a lot. There's a lot of replays to be had anyway, so there's a lot still to be decided in terms of that yeah. draw. Yeah, I so mean, maybe we'll talk about it just at the end. Yeah, we, we, we've got like Albion Rovers are going to the south in that game tomorrow night, so it'll be interesting to see. You'll, no, you'll be happy. You got, you, you'll be happy you've got a home tie, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the first time in a while we've not had a, um, a Premiership team away from home. I don't, I don't like football anymore. I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. People's <laughs> rubbish. I think the the really good draw in there those for Hearts. Because the last four winners of the Scottish Cup have beat Wraith Rovers and they made it do it. Oh, well, there you go. There's, there's why Robbie Nielsen should stay then, maybe, for them. If he, if he hears that, mind you. I, I was looking at Omens all day yesterday for Aberdeen. In terms of, I went to a place and Santa was there, Red and White. Santa's a dandy. <laughs> uh, I, anything, I was clearly on to anything before the game. Oh, because John you were mentioning as well last week about Omens we like our Omens the semi-final and all that the only Omen that uh, Damien that's about the only Omen that uh, interests of now but yeah move on to probably predictions because we're pushing on for time now mm-hmm. we have a full Saturday card 
Um, early kick-off, we have Motherwell against Celtic. Now, do you want the odds for us before we even go into predictions? Yeah, Motherwell at home are 14 to 1. Oh. 14 to 1. The draw is 6 to 1. Celtic are 1 to 5. Chris, we, what we, is we've, your prediction? We've made a bit of heavy weather in some of our away games recently. I mean, there was a, the one now at Kilmarnock recently. Um, we saw the, the one game we've dropped any points in the league was at Inverness. So I think this might be another sort of a tight one. Um, or maybe say 2 0 Celtic. I would love a 2 0, a tight 2 0 win. <laughs> Well, um, we had we had a tight four 0 win in Ross County tight a few weeks ago. Aye, 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 aye. To be fair, aye, it was aye. Uh, John, what's your prediction? Two uh, 0 Celtic. Two 0 Celtic. You're going to say, but not a tight win. Aye. Uh, who knows? Motherwell could be good for a goal. But I'll, I'll go for Motherwell one Celtic three. I, I just can't see Motherwell doing anything. Um. I'm going by my bookies. I'm not doing this alphabetical, right? So Rangers against Aberdeen. Rangers are five to four. The draw is five to two, and Aberdeen are nine to four. Could consider Aberdeen are quite attractive odds, considering. But when did you last win at Ibrox? <sighs> uh, September nineteen ninety one. Ah, it was a long time ago. We we, we don't even win there, even when we're not playing Rangers. Um, so need to bounce back certainly. But John, I'll let you predict first. I'm going to go with a one-one. Setting the fence, Jaggy Bum. Yes. Oh. I was tempted to go with an Aberdeen win, but I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm going to go with two-one Rangers, probably in the ninety-ninth minute winner. You <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> oh, that's going to be blooped out. You say ninety-ninth minute winner? Aye. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know whether to like go and say I be optimistic they will win or go pessimistic that will draw. I, I'm certainly not predicting a loss. I tell you that. I, I, don't, I don't have it in me to do that ever. Um, I'll go. For, uh, it's a it's a big test in terms of character, I suppose. I'm going to go for two on Aberdeen. That, that's probably my heart over my head though. Because as I said earlier in the season, we did kind of struggle against Rangers. Why break the habit of lifetime, John? Well, exactly. It wouldn't be right uh, unless you were predicted Aberdeen top by about 10 points. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 Aberdeen have won the Champions League in my head and all sorts, you know. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton against Partick Thistle. So Hamilton 74, George 12 to 5, Thistle are 13 to 8. Oh, let's go a goal apiece, 1 1. Um, Hamilton have drawn their last three matches in the Premiership, by the way. Just when you've given that prediction. John? Well, I predicted a Desmond the previous game, and I was right, so I'm going to go with that again. A Desmond? Uh, I, I actually could see a draw here as well. I'll go 1-0 uh, with that one. So, that's up after that. Ross County against Hearts. Ross County 5-2. Draw 13-5. And Hearts 11-10. Uh, John? Um, Hearts, um, Hearts are um, shipping and scoring a lot of goals just now, so I'm going to go for a Desmond with this one too. Uh, County have only won one at home, by the way, this season in the league. Hearts mm-hmm. mixed. 1-2, drawn 3, lost 2. Chris? I think I might go with another one each draw here. 
Uh, I'm going. I'm going to Desmond for that one. The Desmond two all. Uh, we've got St. Johnson against Inverness. St. Johnson are evens. The draws five to two. Inverness are twenty nine to ten. Inverness without one in five, isn't they? They went in a good wee run previously, but yeah, they seem to have started again. Uh, Chris? Um, it's kind of... I'll, I'll take St. Johnson 2-1. St. Johnson 2-1. St. Johnson actually lost I think, four in the league already at home. Really? Uh, yeah, I've had like one, one away though. So, make it up. Quite well. Aye. Uh, John? Um, I'm going to go with one Nelson Johnson. One Nelson Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go for two one St Johnson. So that could be something to feature. Uh, last up, we have Kilmarnock against Dundee. Kilmarnock nineteen to ten, which seems quite big odds for a home at Dundee. Uh, draw is twenty three to ten, and Dundee are thirty one to twenty. Seems quite big odds, isn't it, for Kelly playing Dundee at home? Yeah, doesn't it? Don't mind on Kelly have only won one at home uh, in the league. Dundee have won two away actually. Dundee have picked up a couple of um, wins recently, I think it's three out of the last four they've Aye. won. Aye. And then I the other one was a draw against Rangers, wasn't it? Well draw if it was in ninety minutes, but Rangers oh, scored in ninety four. So thinking about that late goal, was yeah. a late goal there. Yeah. Um. I'll, okay, I'm going with a Desmond two all. A Desmond two all. Yep. Um, so I was actually going to ask John to put that first, but uh, oh, well. <laughs> never mind. That's that's fine. Too late. Too late. Too excited, you. Aye. <laughs> um. I'll I'll go with uh, a two one Dundee. They'll keep up their recent run. Aye. I'm going to go for a draw actually. Uh, one all. So, in terms of anything standing out there, Charity Bet, no point even touching Celtic. Um, St. Johnson? St. Johnson, no. I think, evens. No? The reason no? I'm saying no, because the last two times we've picked them, they've lost. You could say that for a lot of teams, probably. That's true. Fair. I, I just think right now the Premier League's hard to, t- um, yeah. to predict just now. Yeah. I mean, right, the, only, okay. the only one that's um, safe bet is Celtic, but they're not worth taking because no. of their odds. Right. Well, what we need to then do, let's look at the championship. Yeah. It's worth noting that Dunyan Rachel Hibbs is on the telly. It's on, on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Aye. That should be a good game, that. It should be. Yeah. What, by I'm the glad way. somebody remembered that those two are in the championship and worth watching on the telly. Mm-hmm. Aye. Thank you, the championship sport. finished. I thought the championship finished last season when Rangers got promoted. I don't even know it's how it existed. Surprising, is it? I wonder if they'll make it in the sports. Nah, why? Might too much. That's too much. Because it's live on telly, they might. Live on the telly box? Yeah. Don't need to send it. Is it BT it's on? Uh, yeah, BT Sport. I think BT Sport have got the, the Hearts Rangers game as well on the Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Ah, because that was rearranged from one that they should yeah. have had. So that's, that's, um, that's two decent games on for the... Aye. Uh, anything from the Championship, you think? Only one I can think is... Falkirk? What's the odds of Falkirk? Quite short. Sure. 4-9, but yeah. we've got to get another... Yeah. Aye. What What about Dunfermline at home? Yeah, they've picked up a wee bit recently. Dunfermline twenty one to twenty. Air have been. The only thing is, Air have been alright as well. What? Mm. I don't know if I'd be convinced. They're a bit too tight. Maybe. 
maybe I'll look down at League One. We're just going to end up, let's see if there's any in League One. Breaking there, even at Queen's Park, which, Breaking been pretty decent this season. Evens is a pretty decent price. Uh, Livingston, 11 to 10 at Albion. That's good to like. Like that one? Yep. Yeah. Right. That. So, Livy. Uh, oh, where have ARJ popped up from? Because it was Livingston breaking an alloy were all doing well. Mm-hmm. But ARJ seemed to mm-hmm. throw Aye. themselves in the mitts. Did it Peterhead? Did it Edward? Um, don't know about that. I do Peterhead have been rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not been as great as kind of previous seasons. Yeah. What one of one of like in League Two is the Elgin at home to Montrose. Elgin are three to five. Aye, aye. I'm happy with that. And Elgin won eight one at the weekend there as well, so they'll be confident. Aye, aye, not sounds decent. So we've got so far. Yeah. Love eight, eleven to ten. Elgin three to five. Our both are three to five as well. They're at home to Edinburgh City. Right, so if we punch that into the supercomputer, because I've not got Craig's calculator, Major Craig does it all, and he just writes it down, doesn't he? He doesn't use heads. He used to do it eyes. Short circuit. (laughs) So, let me see what we have. 11 to 10, and then 3 to 5 and 3 to 5. Meanwhile, you guys can think of a wee first goal score a bit. So what teams is that? Levy, Elgin, Abroth. Right. £10. Pay, think, 55 No, 53 With that. That's Which is no bad. If it's a win, anything will do. But aye, first goal score-wise then. Anything that springs to mind. I have the boys had to Elgin, maybe. You want to go to Elgin? Who do you fancy? I don't know if I want to win. I don't know if I want to go to Elgin personally. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> Elgin. A, a lovely place. Yeah. I've got I've got a mate who's a Patrick Thistle fan who um he's been every ground in Scotland bar Elgin and every cup draw he's desperate for Elgin. It's still what happened for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who's your Elgin player then? You fancy? Was it? The, is it Sutherland their top scorer? It's the Sutherland. only one I can Sutherland. think of. Aye, it could be a shout. Shane Sutherland. Yeah, uh, could be, aye. I don't know. I've absolutely no idea who's scoring goals in the, the war leagues these days. Let's go with that. I think we picked him once before last season. Uh, but aye, he's been in... He's, aye, he's decent. As good a, a choice as any other. Um, odds with that one will follow later in the week. So... I believe that should conclude the podcast. It's been a bit longer than once we've had during the season, but we've probably had a lot to talk about this week. It's because I'm back. That's it. I'm back. Exactly, I'm aye. Talk of it. <laughs> aye. What's, like, what's the talking done? It's like you've had about four months of talking there. I know. To get out. Um, hopefully, you're going to be back semi-regularly now. Maybe. I'm, I'm hoping so, yeah. It's, it's going to depend on how really. But, aye. Yeah. And, and, and how many trophies you had. I mean, well, that's that. I, might, I might just come back another twice if we win a treble. Aye. Aye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for being back on, Chris. Oh, good, good to have you. Back, yep. good, yeah, to, John. Good, good to talk to you, John, for the first oh, time. Nice speaking to you too, Chris. John, for the umpteenth time. Aye. 
I know. Uh, still never met. I feel like we know each other that well, but never met. Um, but I, I'm sure we'll sort it out at some point in the year 2020 or something like that. Once <laughs> <laughs> the kids have grown up a bit, make it out. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Um, 2020 will be 10 years, won't it? Will it be or 2019? Uh, 10 years of the podcast. Of the podcast? No, the podcast started in... 2020. Oh, this is the sixth season, season of the podcast. Six. Yeah. Uh, it should be 2020. Well, there we go. Something to aim for. But I thanks, and I'll speak to somebody that week. Right, cheers. Cheers, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. Bye.